Free will is a hotly debated topic with some philosophers unable to even agree on the definition. What is free will? Does it even exist? And what does it mean for us as moral agents? Though I personally subscribe to the definition used by neuroscientist Sam Harris, which is the ability to have done otherwise if given the ability to rewind the universe with every atom as it were before, I find it a bit redundant. And for the sake of simplicity, I would simply define free will as the ability to have done otherwise. All other conditions being precisely the same should be taken as axiomatic, seeing as different conditions, however minute, could lead to a different decision or outcome anyway. Philosophers, such as Daniel Dennett, argue against determinism chiefly based on the grounds that the belief that humans are not agents free to choose as they please is a pernicious undertaking that will have the side effect of influencing reckless behaviors in otherwise responsible individuals. This may or may not be an accurate assessment, but fails to speak on the actual truth value of the claim. Free will is only free insofar as we know, which is to say, we lack the knowledge or capacity, at least currently, to perfectly predict the future actions of a given individual. Causal determinism is not to be confused with fatalism. All events are not so much inevitable as they are unavoidable given a specific set of variables. For example, whether I have a cup of coffee tomorrow or not is dependent on several factors many of which are out of my control. If I am genetically predisposed to enjoy coffee, whether I wake up feeling refreshed, or perhaps even subconscious cues that happen to cross my path. Though ultimately, the final action of purchasing or refusing to purchase a cup of coffee will ultimately feel like an entirely free decision, there were clearly forces at work long before I acted. Of course, the argument can be made that choices are certainly influenced but can entirely be overcome by the agent's free will. While this may not seem like an unreasonable assertion at first, this breaks down once we consider our thoughts. We have all at one point been the victim of racing or negative unwelcome thoughts that we seemed helpless to turn off. Even if we deliberately insert a random thought into our brain, where did it come from? For example, I challenged myself while writing this script to think of a fruit. An orange instantly and almost helplessly jumped into my mind. Of course, it seems I could have chosen any fruit, but I had to choose one. But why, without any hesitation, did an orange pop into my mind? To this, I have no answer. To circle back to Daniel Dennett's worry about people potentially adopting a fatalistic mindset, being informed of their lack of free will, this seems to indicate a lack of freedom in itself. Without question, he is right. There are those that will adopt that mentality, but many others, myself included, that will not. A likely explanation is that we are already primed, whether through our pre-existing beliefs, experiences, and perhaps even physiological composition. To temper our natural bias to see ourselves as free agents, it may help to examine the lack of freedoms we have elsewhere. If I were to tell you that I had a meeting with former presidents Barack Obama and George Bush tomorrow, 
you would likely make an instant determination in your mind as to the likely truth value of that claim. Like it or not, you are not in control of that belief. We are essentially slaves to what we believe. Sure, our beliefs, provided that we are open-minded, may be subject to revision upon receiving additional data, but even in that case, we're not the authors of what we find compelling. Either we find it compelling, or we don't. Okay, so perhaps you find the argument of no free will compelling. What exactly does this mean? Are our actions or decisions important? Do they matter at all? Well, as I mentioned before, causal determination, causal determinism, sorry, should not be confused with fatalism or nihilism for that matter. Our actions do matter, and our lives do matter as much as we want them to. Consider this. I am a soon-to-be parent. Literally any day now, my fiancé will give birth to our twin boys. As my sons get older, it is inevitable, whether through peer influence or some other combination of factors, that they will develop habits that I find undesirable or unbecoming. I could technically make the assessment that their actions were determined, and as a result, no meaningful action can or should be taken. But as we all know, this would be demonstrably false. As a father, I would in fact be one of the extrinsic factors that influence my son's upbringing. Even intrinsically, it helps to think of free will as a muscle. If I start a diet today and try to eat nothing but vegetables, there are a whole myriad of reasons why I might fail. However, if I slowly reduce my sugar intake on week one, drink more water on week two, and increase my exercise output on week three, my chances of success may drastically increase. Rather than complain about my genetic composition, which has been shown to play an enormous role in one's weight, I have the option to expose my body to extrinsic factors that will positively influence the outcome in ways that would not naturally occur. In a follow-up to this upload, I will discuss free will as it specifically pertains to retributive justice. Does a criminal justice system based on retribution rather than rehabilitation make sense? Is it just necessary regardless of how fear it is? Subscribe and don't miss it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, find it meaningful, and would like to contribute, please go to patreon.com slash clintalexander. That's patreon.com slash clintalexander. Any amount is appreciated. Thank you.